Welcome to the nice. Like It Is podcast. Sasha's yawn. like so bored with us already. <laughs> it was a big yawn. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it is April 29th. It's the last day or last weekend of the month. It's gonna be May. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that never gets old. No. And I feel like Justin Timberlake will just have to live with that for the rest of his life. And that's fine because... He, Do you think he gets, like, weirded out seeing that picture of himself? He like, probably, like, <laughs> literally hates this day. Like, he probably dreads it. Yeah, it's I'm all probably. over social media. Like, for the next, like, two days, it's just going to be everywhere. And he was, I don't know why we thought he was cute back in the day. Those macaroni spirals. Yeah, like... <laughs> Looking like he plopped some ramen noodles on his head. <laughs> okay, nuts. but if you look at the rest of them, he was still the cutest of all of them. Yeah, mm, well, I do JC, not agree with that. I thought JC, JC was cute. Really? JC was the cutest. I got a thing for blondies, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he like oh, he yeah, just you liked Nick and Lance too. Yeah. Okay. okay well, go. you didn't. I liked Brian. Thank you. Oh my God, Brian was my but man Brian from Backstreet Boys. Favorite. Brian, no. and Brian and Kevin Brian was my favorite. favorite. What's your favorite? And then my second favorite was AJ. What? I know. Who's this badass? <laughs> that was the best. Oh my god. Oh. Seeing you with someone like AJ would just make my life so I think I would great. just laugh. <laughs> I felt like he had a really good heart. He just had oh, no, a lot of a tattoos and stuff. Yeah. He's a good person, yeah. but... Ugh. Oh, gosh. I, I think it was like... those little tiny sunglasses that turned me on. <laughs> In the corner. <laughs> the nail polish didn't get you? Wait, I forgot about that. Did he wear black? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't a huge fan, but you can take that off. Yeah, yeah. I liked Brian and then Nick, I feel like. <laughs> but, um, wait, Nick was one, right? Nick. I Nick, wanted yeah. to say Nick Lachey. That's not who it no, is. No, he's Carter. in 98 Carter. Degrees. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Drew from 98 I was going to say, Drew was my jam. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're getting off on a little oh. bit of a 90s band tan- <laughs> tangent here. Um, uh. But uh, yeah, good morning. Um, we're going to talk a little bit today about some topics that we blogged about this week. So um, something that I did a little write-up on was rekindling the dating magic. I don't know if you guys have ever like been in a relationship where all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, like, you kind of hit that, like, stagnant, where you just feel like you're in a routine, you're not doing anything fun anymore, kind of like you've left the honeymoon stage, and it is sad, it's a sad time, and I feel like it's inevitable, like, I think a lot of people assume that, like, you get into relationships, and it, like, has to be at that level of, like, obsession, when you're like when you're first dating, first mm-hmm. like falling in love with each other, and like that it's gonna stay at that like obsessive love level for a long time, and I feel like it can, but I also feel like it's so normal for it to like kind of calm down, become more routine. Oh yeah, and I think it's scary though when yeah. it starts because you kind of it's like you're building, 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 and then it drops off Mm -hmm. and you're suddenly going like what's wrong what Mm -hmm. did I do why doesn't he why isn't he obsessed with me like Mm -hmm. why 
And it's like down to the littlest things because I can remember being like, you didn't kiss me when you said goodnight. Right. And right. I was like, oh my gosh, does that mean you don't love me anymore? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm just really tired. Like, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> and like, it's that kind of stuff yeah. that you kind of just like freak out about. Yeah. And even just like the little like texts or phone calls or like him wanting to know every little detail. Like, and I even noticed that maybe I'm a little different too. And it's, it, like, I just feel like so many people think of it as a negative thing. Um, and I think that you can let it become a negative thing if, like, mm-hmm. you allow it to be. Like, I think so many people look at it and their relationships start to slow down. That it's They're not as hot and heavy. And then they're like, okay, like, clearly we're not meant to be. Or, like, um, there's something wrong with him. Or there's something wrong with us. Or there's something, like, not mm-hmm. jiving. When in reality, it's like you just have to get over the fact that it's not going to be this, like, fairy tale every single day. Now, I wrote this in the blog post. Like, I used the word infatuated with one another because I would feel like Eric and I, like, even though we've been together for 11 years in June, like, which is so obnoxious, but I, like, that's a long time. (laughs) But at the same time, like, I still feel like we do a good job and we haven't always but we do a good job at like just keeping like things light and fun and I think that's kind of the key to not completely losing like the honeymoonish phase and I feel like some people might say like oh you guys have only been married like a year and a half two years so like that fades eventually too Mm -hmm. like it might just be like the wedding high or something but I feel like we've been through some shit. Like, yeah. Not like, I feel like we've definitely had lows. It's not like every day is a cakewalk or every day is fun. But I think that we both just prioritize, like, wanting to have fun. And I think that's, like, the number one thing when it comes to not letting your relationship just become, like, frankly, boring. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think I've definitely experienced that, like, panic mode of like I said I'm like anal- over analyzing is every move like so you you didn't do this you always hug me oh that wasn't a real hug like you didn't mm-hmm. use both your arms like it's like down to the minute right. details and I'm like reading into it and the thing that I've like we've kind of come out learning is like you ha- it's that perspective that you see things through so mm-hmm. like you're saying like you you prioritize fun and if you're seeing things through like that your relationship is fun, you will have more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely, like, the lens that you put yeah, in front of things. Yeah, yeah. So, I f- like, that was really helpful when someone said that to me. She's like, why are you looking at it this way? Like, why are you looking for reasons why he doesn't love you? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and then she's like, and why would, like, why would him, why would he, if he did, if that's truly how he felt, why would he tell you by not hugging you as hard? And I'm like... <laughs> valid point like this is all really boys aren't that deep (laughs) no so like I was like reading way too and then once I just kind of like changed the way that I saw it I was like oh this is actually really comfortable and Mm -hmm. he that was something that I think guys see more even more so than women and I could be wrong about this but like he was like this is like the ideal situation that we're so comfortable we don't have to do all of that stuff like Mm -hmm. and I was like oh, this is, this is a good thing. Like, (laughs) so like, I don't know. That's the kind of, that was something that like blew my mind where he was looking at it. Like we had finally broke through that, like 
dating period where we didn't have to try to impress each other, that type of thing. And we were just comfortable. We could just be together. And I was like panicking. I was like, oh my gosh, why aren't we still trying to impress? Like I was still living in that like heightened mode and Mm -hmm. he was like so comfortable. And now we're both in a comfortable place and it is so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a beauty in comfortability. And I think that a lot of people like see it as like a weakness, like when you get comfortable or like a bad thing. And I think for a while I did too, because you just, you feed off of that, like, like you said, that heightened, like intense. Yeah. It's almost like anxiety and adrenaline and all of that. Like that's really fun when you first start dating. Yeah. And it's, when it stops, it's, you're like, where are the butterflies? Like, where's the mm-hmm. craze feeling? But it's actually, like you're saying, that's actually the beauty of that you you made it through that and you don't have to be right this psycho crazy person. And I feel like there's a difference between being comfortable and happy and knowing that both of you are still in it mm-hmm. and then like one of you or both of you stopping putting in the effort. Yeah. Because I think that like even if you're comfortable – even if you're like out of the honeymoon stage, you still have to put in effort. And that's mm-hmm. when like kind of keeping that like a dating mentality alive in your relationship is so important. The best wedding advice that I got, and it's been like my go-to mantra in our marriage like ever since, was never stop dating. Mm-hmm. And um, like at first I didn't really get it when I like read the little card because it was like something that people could put on at my bridal shower. And I was like, never stop dating, like, monogamy. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not yeah. going to date other people. <laughs> what does this mean? Right. And I was like, what? Never stop dating. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Stephanie, blonde moment. <laughs> like, hello. It's never stop dating, Eric. And I was like, that's such a smart concept to just, like, always kind of keep the mentality of, like, let's go on a date night. Let's do something fun and different. Let's, like talk about something we've never talked about before. Like, let's mm-hmm. do things that we used to do when we were in that stage. Like, those are some of the things that I mentioned in the blog. And, like, I mean, I even noticed, like, if I sent him, like, a silly gif, like, via mm-hmm. text or something during the day and, like, say, like, can't wait to see you later. Like, w- like let's rent a movie tonight. Like, that completely changes, like, his attitude I guess like when I get home like to see me because otherwise like he doesn't know if I'm coming home from a bad day he doesn't know if I'm coming home from a good day like I'm very I'm a very emotionally like drawn or what's the word emotionally like heightened sensitive person so like if I come home in a bad mood like our night is not going to be good because my mood kind of like sets the town yeah and so he kind of like feeds off of me so if I come home and I know that if I'm in a good mood like even if he's not in the best mood like it's easier for me to pull him out of a bad mood than it is for him to pull me out of a bad mood just because I'm more emotional than he is Mm -hmm. um so I feel like something that like I said we prioritize is just having fun and like being sure that we like keep that mentality I think that it's a little bit easier for us maybe not but um because we for so much of our lives were in that dating period. I mean, Mm -hmm. we dated for eight years before we were engaged. We started dating so young. We have so many, like, we have so much history that we can, like, go back and laugh about and talk about and, like, remember when stories and, like, but those, like, even if you don't have that type of history in your relationship, you can still, like, there's still so many things you can do to just keep your relationship fresh. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's just an important thing. And 
sometimes I think about like as much as we watch the show The Bachelor and like um like talk about it and stuff it's interesting to me that like I don't know that they aren't forced to see like a relationship therapist and maybe they are for like so long after the show because I think that's something that's important is like they're learning so much about each other and it's so like intense and crazy and adrenaline pumped and then like eventually like it turns into real life and they start making routines Mm -hmm. and like eventually it does start to slow down and I feel like that's when they all start to like break up yeah, I think that is something. I actually, I don't know. Did you listen to Caitlin's podcast? She, I think it was her and Sean. Maybe it was her and a guest, I like a, a female bachelor guest. But she had mentioned something about like that her and Sean had done therapy mm-hmm. after the show, and it was the best decision that they made. And I think a lot of them did. I think Sean and um, Catherine. Catherine did. I think JoJo and um, Jordan did. Yeah. I think a lot but of them But she said, did. she's like, the show should be paying for this because mm-hmm. you're kind of putting us in this spot of this, like, expedited dating thing. Mm-hmm. And then you just plop us out into the world and expect it to, to work. And it doesn't always. So she, that's a really interesting point. Because I remember her saying that. I don't remember which podcast it was on. But I was like, hmm. I wonder, and I wonder if there is something that the show does for them. Yeah. I, I know. know that um, I was listening to a podcast recently, and I, I can't remember who it was, whose show it was, but they were talking to like a dating therapist. And I guess Ari and Lauren are seeing, like, are doing like marriage counseling right now. Oh. And even the counselor, though, was like, if I think they said, like, what advice are you giving them or whatever. And I was so shocked at like how much information she was giving. I was like, um, is there no like confidentiality, like, yeah. agreement? But um, she was saying, like, she's like, I really want them to slow down. Like, she was like, I don't understand what the rush is. Like, I think they need to like slow down because, like, really, they only just publicly came out and. Like, it's there's only been a couple months. Like, really? It's been yeah. Four months, really, when mm-hmm. you think about it. And I, like, I'm so blown away by, like, and just because I've never been in the situation before, like, being that Eric and I had so long to get to know each other before we got engaged and before we got married. But I still feel like I learned something new about him all the time. And I think that, like, as people change and as people grow, like, that's always going to be a thing, like, in every relationship. But, it like sometimes it shocks me like stuff I didn't know about his past stuff I didn't know about his feelings or experiences and I'm like how do people who like get married and don't know some of these like important things like I I don't know it just took us so long to like get to know every like I, I truly feel like we know each other inside and out and I don't think it takes eight years, but I think like the like for them, yeah. how in that show's period where you're only seeing each other maybe a total of forty eight hours total, mm-hmm. and then which is so crazy, to which me. is so nuts, yeah. and then you have like four months together. Now they probably learned a lot about each other traveling because I think you learn a lot about each other when you're traveling. I think that's like a good thing to do with a significant other before uh-huh. you like get engaged or get married or whatever. Yeah, how long were they in? Europe I mean, I would say like six weeks. Yeah, or I was gonna say like it was that. more than a month. So it was a while. Yeah, because mm-hmm. okay. they were country hopping. So I mean, and I think they stayed in each place like two weeks or something like that. So, but also like I yeah I don't understand what the rush is, and I don't well, know. I think they really want a TV wedding, mm. and 
Mm. I don't know. I mean, if, if it would be paid for, I'd get married anywhere. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? So I don't know if there's some sort of cap on maybe they think like, oh, well, if we don't have the TV wedding this year, then they won't not get the act. offer. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Mm. That could so. be. I guess but that's is it motivation, like, but. Yeah, but at the same time, like. I, is this your future? Though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's marriage. It's real. Like this isn't just like, oh, if it doesn't work out, we'll get a divorce. I hate that that is the mindset of so many people mm-hmm. in this world. Like, marriage is supposed to be lifelong, life partners forever. Mm-hmm. I get it. There are circumstances. My parents are divorced. I get it. And, but at the same time, like, I think that it's so often used as, like, a cop-out. Like, you could, and my parents, I mean, when I talk to my dad or my mom about it, like, they both say, like, they're obviously are both very happy with where they are now. My mom's remarried and whatever. But, like, they both say they, like, didn't, they were like, we didn't really try. Like, we just, like, we should have fought more, but we didn't. And and that's where yeah. we are now, and, like, and that's fine. And mm-hmm. it's just, but I think that that's the mindset of a lot of people. Like, oh, this is getting hard. Oh, this is scary. Like, I'm going to walk away because, honestly, that's easier. So yeah. it is kind of, it's sad. I think there's a lot of, like, I think it goes back to just the instant gratification of our society these days. Mm-hmm. Like, people just expect everything to be so easy and mm-hmm. so like clicking a button on your phone like and opening yep. an app like oh it should just be fixable like you mm-hmm. should just be able to like do an update and oh everything's like back to normal and you can't like in relationships yeah. it's a lot harder work than that so yeah, yeah. it's interesting yeah so but, um but I think that a good way to not have to talk about the d word in your relationship divorce <laughs> is uh-huh. <laughs> um like obviously just keeping that Keeping that magic alive, really investing in your relationship. And I think that, like, I say this a couple of times in my blog post because being pregnant myself and, like, dealing with the struggles of the third trimester now, like, it's it's so easy to, like, blame other circumstances to, like, not invest in your relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, work was hard today. Oh, the kids are, you know, being crazy or – you know, we don't, I don't want to have to get a babysitter or I don't feel like for me now, I'm like, oh my God, my feet are swelling up. Like I'm so tired. Yeah. The baby's been kicking me in the ribs all day. Like all I want to do is like order in a pizza and sit on the couch and veg out. And like, and sometimes that's great. Like sometimes he's like, well, great. Let's rent a movie. Let's play a game while you eat it. Like, and like we'll incorporate little fun mm-hmm. things like during that. But at the same time, like it's important for me too to remember like okay like I feel like shit I feel humongous but like I'm gonna throw on a little makeup today and like do my hair a little bit better and like you know flirt with him a little bit or like I'm yeah. get, and then I'm gonna you know say let's go out to eat and you know in, initiate some stuff like that and I think that those little tiny gestures like they do go such a long way so I think that people that can like keep that at the forefront and t- keep talking within your relationship about mm-hmm. what you need, like I think that's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that you can keep having fun. You don't have to ever like honestly. There are some days where I'm like, oh my god, like are we ever not going to be like so obsessed with each other? And like, and I feel so lucky that we feel that way. Um, and honestly, even since like we decided that I I wanted to write that blog post. I've been really like working hard to like do it even more so in my relationship. And I can't even tell you, Eric has been like obsessed with me all weekend and it's been the best thing. <laughs> like, that is good. All week he's just like, I love you. I don't know. Like I just wanted to tell you, I love you so much. There like, was one uh, oh. like 
um, point you made um, about the something old and something new. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, this is a really good one because I think like in my relationship, we tend to do the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we go out for a Friday fish fry in this little tiny Which bar. Which are the best. And though. it was so good. <laughs> but we it, it's like we do the same thing. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we rent a movie and we do this. And it's mm-hmm. pretty... I, we always have fun, but there it tends to be like there's some weeks where I'm like, oh, this again, like yeah. <laughs> and so then, like thinking about even if we go and do that, but then adding. So this Friday we actually then like went and toured. So I've been in his hometown like several times, but I've never seen like all of the places like his his little kid school, like his mm-hmm. elementary school. We went and like sat on the swings and like were Isn't hanging out at the so park. Fun? Yeah, it was so fun. And yes. we, I was like, this is perfect. We did something like took our normal fish fry dinner, mm-hmm. like, and And you did, elevated it. Yeah, we just added, like, one little thing, which was silly. Yeah. But we sat and talked. He, like, was telling me all these stories from, like, his friends and mm-hmm. things like that. And I was like, oh, this is great advice. It worked. <laughs> See? Yeah. I, I'm so happy yeah. that it did. Because that was, like, before, ironically, before we got in the night, we got engaged. We went out to dinner. And we, after we went out to dinner, um, Eric was going to propose down by what we call Lambeau Beach in Green Bay. And it's a little tiny, tiny, tiny little um, plot of sand <laughs> on the bay of Green Bay that is right by um, a Lambeau cottage. And um, that's where he was going to go propose. And it's right by University of Wisconsin Green Bay, which is where I graduated. And so as we're driving there, I was like, oh my gosh, like one time Miranda and I walked to this bakery and it took, like, we thought it would take us like an hour. It took us like three hours because it was like four miles away. And like, and then Then we had to call for a ride home because because we didn't want to walk again. And then I was like, oh, look at that's like Rafa's. I don't even know. What's it really called? Escapades. Escapades. And they have the best margaritas. Like that's where we always go. And like, so driving around like that was so fun. Just like pointing everything out. Cause like otherwise we don't really get to that side of Green Bay often. Right. Oh, it makes it sound like Green Bay is this huge place. But, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's just something fun. So check it out and see um, yeah. uh, if there's Study anything advice. you can yeah, do to your dating life. But if you're just getting into the dating life, Sasha, Sasha. talk about your blog a little bit. Yeah. So mine was probably, uh, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was funny, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you're always funny. <laughs> yeah. But I just, you know, I don't like dating. I would rather go on a job interview. Like, I love job interviews. I look forward to job interviews. Like, kind of like, like you know, like in The Office, the episode where <laughs> um, Michael is giving the performance reviews and Angela is like... Like, she's, like, so jacked for it because she's, like, I, like, perform well under, like, intense pressure. And she, like, gets so sad when he's, like, Angela, you get a raise. And she's, like, like, I didn't even get to prove myself. Like, I love – like, I just am really competitive. Yeah, but what I think is what it boils down to. I'm so competitive. And so I love that, like, going in, like, I'm up – I don't know how many people I'm up (laughs) against. I don't know who I'm up against. But, like, I'm going to get this job even if I don't want it. Like, I'm still going to be the one who gets it. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. know. Like, what I if you it. have this kind of passion about dating? But I like, don't. But what if you looked? At, what if you looked at men 
and you were like, wow, this is a job. I'm applying to be your girlfriend. I don't know how many other girlfriends you have right now, but I am yeah. going to beat them all. Yeah. Like, what well, if you... I feel I, like this is how you need... You need to channel that energy that you yeah. just had and those finger points and, like... Yeah, people couldn't see the finger points, but she just got real passionate over here. And you need to look at the next guy you go on a date with as, like... It's, like, a potential, like, Yeah, it's, like, your fucking dream boss. job. Yeah. But, like, okay, here's the thing. Ooh, I liked it. Here's the thing. And this is going to sound really bad and probably going to cost us some listeners. Um, <laughs> but, like, like when I go on a job interview, I, like, really want – even if it's not, like, the job that I necessarily want, I still, like – I want it really bad. Yeah. If that, like, just because I want to get the offer. But, like – I don't know you guys. Like, I don't know if it's the location. I don't know if it's just these people that I'm finding. But, like, there's not anyone who I am talking to right now where I'm like, oh, I'm really excited about you. It's like, eh, like, I'm talking to you because I know I should. Because if I don't have a kid in the next three years, my parents are going to be very sad. But, like, eh, Oh, but like, what if you, what if, okay, that's, like, valid. You know, like, but I'm just not. Here's what I'm hearing. Okay, like, I so don't even want to talk to... Like, I'm only talking to them because I feel like I should. Like, I don't even want to. Oh, gosh. Then I feel like... You, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so well, that's yeah. what I did you yesterday. You need to find somebody <laughs> who's, like, semi-interesting. But then, even if you're not 100% interested in it, just go for, like, I want to get them to ask me out on a date. Like, a second date. But then, like, I did... One of them did just ask me on a date, and I was like, you know, I just. But, but isn't that but a win? Let's be real. Why can't though. that be a win? Did yeah. I actually? Why can't that be like, oh, because because you're not really into. No, because I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to be. You that's just like mojo. Like you just you turn them down, you say no, and then but and you're like, boom, but, I'm in the power position. But yeah. Like, okay. No. <laughs> yes. Here's what it is. With a job, if you get the job, it's like, oh, I'm in a better position than I am right now. Whereas, like, with this, it's like, okay, I turned you down, but, like, this does not help my yeah, situation Yeah, but you got a all. date offer. That's better than no offer. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't even go on the date. Yeah, yeah but that's okay. You, you could. It's just all mentality. Yeah, because when you find the person that you feel like is worthy of Sasha, like, I, which is the way you should, like, Well, at this point, it's like, said, gosh, is there anyone who fits this bill out there? There is. I yes, think it's there is. just a matter of, like, you like to me it sounds like you're just not even in like the mindset you're I'm like yeah. right now I feel, I feel like, like you're like Becca I just want someone to like fall yeah. into yes. like Sorry. my apartment couch so I don't have to leave I just feel like <laughs> yeah that's something Becca Tilly would so, say <laughs> like you're so self-driven mm-hmm. and self-confident and I think that like you are doing you right now so you're like I don't necessarily need and not that like People who are in relationships, like, not that um, Miranda and I are, like, less ourselves or less whole because we, like, need this person in our life. But I think that, like, I, I can't remember who I heard recently talk, but they were like, your significant other shouldn't, like, be a necessity in your life. They should just elevate everything in your well, life. Well, like, compliment. Yeah. 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 And I think that, like, you're so comfortable with, like, now that you have, like, you're in, like, a new job, and, like, you're in a new place, and, like, you, I feel like now you're, like, ready, and you've, you've primed yourself, and now you're, like, now it's, like, you're in the job search mode, where, like, you're really looking for that dream job, and, like, you're, you're not preparing for the interview yet, or even going on the interview yet, I feel like because you haven't found a guy yet, you're, like, still job searching, which is frustrating, and, like, you think you found one, and then you do a little bit more research, and you're, like, eh, no, I don't really like you, 
And like, that's a frustrating place to be, but I think you're like on the verge of yeah. being there. I agree. Because I think your mindset is there. Yes. Like you just have to be open to it. Also, I have just this really great analogy that I've been thinking about <laughs> for the last 20 seconds. And I love Miranda's <laughs> analogies. So I don't even know if this is a true analogy now that I say that. But anyways, the point is, what if, you know, on your resume, you always, like, say exactly what you're, like, you have, like, that objective line, right? Mm-hmm. Say exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know you're on some dating sites. Unfortunately. I know that's, I know that's well, no, but that's, like, the norm now. Like, that's totally normal. Mm-hmm. And even if you were meeting people in person, what if you, like, were in your little bio on your dating profile, like, used it as, and looked at that as your resume, and you were like, here's who I am. This is what I want. And, like, I'm not messing around. Do you and then know I what feel like people will is? say, like, oh, this, like, they'll know exactly what they're getting. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Like, what does your bio actually yeah, say? Yeah, what does it say? So I, like, literally, this is how much effort I put in. I just put some emojis. <laughs> okay, Sasha. Yeah, that is, like, the dumb. I would not hire you. <laughs> That's, like, when a kid comes in and doesn't even know he needs a resume. <laughs> like, yeah. to go back to the office, that's like when Daryl goes into the interview and he like doesn't have a resume and he has to like go make one in his office like before well, the end of the day and he goes, I'm looking for Clippy. <laughs> People who don't watch the office are going to be like, this is the stupidest part of the conversation. But it's so funny. But if you know the office, you're appreciating the laugh right well, now. And the funny thing is, one of the emojis is a sailboat. I just thought it was cute. I don't know. <laughs> and someone legitimately. Okay, asked, no wonder weirdos are talking to you. Oh <laughs> someone God. legitimately asked, like, oh, do you like to go sailing? And I was like, I don't know how to answer this question. Like, no, I just really liked the emoji. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. That's like when someone puts on their resume, like, oh, I'm Microsoft proficient. And then they're like, oh. How do I start a new document? And you're like, oh, I just thought that sounded good. <laughs> Like, like you're not going to get the job, yeah, Sasha, if no. you do stuff like that. Exactly. All right, so our next podcast is going to be us um, rewriting Sasha's dating resume because... Yes. I'm making note of that. Rewriting. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't just have you. You guys are much more invested in my dating life than I am. Yeah, so. we need to. But see, it's all I still go back to. you got to, like, put your game face on. I remember when I... And also, when, like, you kind of have to have, like, this game phase, but then, like, a removed attachment. Because I remember there was, it was the summer of 2012. (laughs) 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 And I was the, like, most in shape I've ever been. I felt hot, you guys. Your mojo was at an all-time high. Oh, yeah, all-time high. And I was dating, like... Hopefully, Rob doesn't listen to this. Actually, he does, he does now. But I was dating, like, two people. He was one. I, we were not dating, dating, but, like, casually talking. Yeah. We'd had one date. And then I was dating this other guy. And I was trying to pick between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like guys were just, like, I had three or four people that I had classes with because I was still in school at the time. Um, it was oh, like gosh, was this when we were living together? Yeah, it was, like, oh. the summer. I was, like, this is also something so The familiar. summer <laughs> leading into that semester. Okay. So, like, like, July, August, and then leading into that semester. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I had, like... motorcycle guy? Yes. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, then 
there was like three or four guys in my classes who just came up to me and randomly were like, hey, would you want to grab coffee? Do you want to hang uh-huh. out? Do you want, I'm like, no, I have two boys already and I don't know who to pick. <laughs> but the point is, I feel like when you are feeling like that good and your mojo's out there. When you're feeling like, yourself, girl. Yeah, like you attract people and you attract good people. Like these were all, like I was like amazed. I had been trying to date for how many years now? And all of a sudden, all these great people were coming at me. And I was like, why didn't this happen like mm-hmm. the last five years? Right. So that's my advice. I feel like you got to put – and I was looking at it as a game. I was like, okay, what – and not in a bad way, but like what does this person – what can you offer me? Mm-hmm. What can this person offer me? And obviously I ended up choosing Robert um, because he had the best offer. Yeah. But like it's I looked like at it – Look at it like yeah. Shark Tank. I looked oh, at I it like it was shark like kind tank. of like a job or a game or like I was picking – I was in control. Like I had the power. And I feel like that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have the same power mindset – when you go into jobs and negotiate your salary like a boss, like you gotta have that when you like are dating. Does and I that feel make sense? Like, yes. And I feel like as much as I said, like you you are so confident, like I feel like you know who you are, you are not willing to like compromise who you are for someone else. Like I feel like you're just such a strong individual. I think that like and I think that's why we compare you with Becca Tilly because I feel like she's in that same mindset where you're like happy where you are right now. You are like good at your job. You have your own place. Like you are an independent woman. I just did a Z snap for anyone who couldn't see it. Well and, and no one could see it. Um, but it like you have to like you're the only thing at that point, like stopping yourself from attracting, like Miranda said, the people mm-hmm. that like you want to attract. Cause like I just don't like even know what a like, emoji is not them? going to attract them. Yeah. But where like, do I f- Yeah, but, but it wasn't really that I was looking for them. They just came into my life because I was you myself. Yeah, I was like putting it out there that I wasn't going to settle for any old guy. And Which, I was dating a different guy when I met Eric. I just I, don't feel like I even see people that I'm would be interested. Like you know what I mean? And then I think like like, that like so back. many places we go to it's like ugh. I like, think then you would need to think you know? back to, like, the stuff we talked about last week with Elise. Like, putting yourself in, like, new places, new positions, like, going out places. And maybe try- you need to find a new wing woman. Yeah. I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Oh, my gosh. Can we have Are we a- thinking the same thing? Yes, like a Tanya Becca thing. Yeah. Where we need to go out and um, get your mojo going. Sasha, we should go out. Clearly, I'll be the DD because I'm massive right now. And we need to, you need to wear something that you wore in college. Ooh, yes. I love that rule. Uh, yes. That's a rule. If you guys could see their faces right now, you would understand like, why I'm frightened. <laughs> we are like real excited over here. Giddy, if you will. Okay, and then we'll podcast about it. Yes. We will. Okay, oh. you know, I will do anything for a podcast. See? Yes. Mm. I like oh. it. I know how to play this girl. Yes. I'm so <laughs> excited. Now, the question is, do we go out in normal spots or do no, we find we go somewhere all totally different? Yeah, I think yes. we need to do all different spots. And also, we need to make a list of exactly who you're looking for. Like, yes. Oh, I could like, I literally have a, well, we'll keep that to myself for right now, but... Yes, I can get you a list. Okay, Perfect. Good. So then we'll just, it'll be like, oh, it'll be like, where's Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so fun. I don't think I've seen Miranda this, like, excited about something in a long time, and it is making me real happy. 
and Sasha watching how uncomfortable you are right now. I feel like we're going to have the most fun on this I know, adventure. I know. I'm probably going to try to ditch at some point. Okay, but no. wouldn't this be a really cool story no, it would be, if you did no, meet your husband? Story. Yes. It's a good story. Like, Imagine be like, telling your kids, my friends dragged me out for a podcast. If we befriend yes. whoever, like, we deem is acceptable, bring him on the podcast. Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Even if it does not work out to be like... How did it go? How was your experience that night? <laughs> yeah. Either way. How much did golden. Stephanie and Miranda scare you? <laughs> yeah, see, I'm a little nervous that, like, we'll have to, like, No, this is, I feel like we'll need to, we'll need to find a table in the corner, and Sasha will have to go it alone a little bit. Like, you'll have to, like, you'll be the one who goes up to the bar and buys us the drinks. Okay, yeah. I can yeah we'll yeah. give you money, obviously, yeah. but, like, you go get the drinks, so then you're and kind of, like. Honest, like, a prep, like, a eight-month pregnant woman is not, like, a great wing woman, so I'll probably just, like, hide a little bit at the table and, like, let you two be a little but, bit more yeah, out Yeah, you could open. have the list and be, like, pointing. Yes, I'll be the eagle eyes. Yes. Eagle eyes. Ooh, what's my job? I feel like you guys need, like... You're the, the wings of the eagle. I'm the eagle eyes. Oh, I'm the, the wings. wings. You're the wing woman. <laughs> yes. I will help us okay. soar. <laughs> and, Sasha, you are the talons. You're going to grab the guy. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm a, little, a, I'm a little scared of this. I got, a little, I got a little violent. I was just trying to think of other parts of the eagle. <laughs> Do you want to be the beak? <laughs> I think I would rather be Talons. Okay. Yeah, Talons is like, that's pretty badass. Yeah, okay. Well, Maybe not the violent yeah. face and motion I made, but. <laughs> oh right. my gosh. Well, anyways, if you want to learn more about what Sasha had to say about that, go check out her blog. Yeah. She really compared uh, dating to interviewing and has some really funny commentary about sure. it all. So you should go check it out. Um, before we go this morning, um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about Becca's season is coming up. It's um, this May. So um, I know, Miranda, you found some juicy well, details. Yeah, I don't know how juicy they are. but um, So Mike Fleiss has been tweeting uh, throughout the last few weeks about her season. And let me see if I can get on his uh, Twitter page here. Oh, wait. This is his Twitter page. Sorry. <laughs> That's why it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> um, he tweets a lot, you guys. Anyways, um, so he said on April 22nd, clue number three for Bachelor Nation is that it ends in proposals. Plural. Ooh. So that's a good sign, right? Yes. Um, second clue is I'm going backwards. Um then he's also saying that there's a blast from the past. Oh, do you so think your boyfriend comes back? That's what I'm wondering if if this guy it, Okay. This logically makes no sense, but like when you said blast from the past, in my head immediately I was like, does Nick Vale come back? Oh. <laughs> do they know each other? No, but he's always the one who comes back. That's you know? true. However, didn't like Ben and um Peter, like there's a couple, I think Peter recently said he wouldn't go back on the show, but there's a couple of people who have been like, if it's Becca, yeah. like, mm, I might be there. Interesting. So potentially, a, so a former like bachelor, bachelorette contestant or potentially an ex-boyfriend of some sort. Okay. Good to know. Um, I already okay. like this season. Yeah. I'm already, <laughs> I don't even like, know. um, so sh- then the first hint that he gave, and I'm not sure what this means, but he's talking, I think he's talking about the finale, 
because mm-hmm. um, he was talking about proposals and whatnot in the commentary, like the tweets back to him is talking about like, is this what you mean? He said three over two. So like three greater sign two. So the thought is from fans is that she's bringing three guys to the final. So that's why he's saying like proposals, like maybe there's three proposals. Maybe she has, I don't know, maybe she's pulling a Ben Higgins and said, I love you to three people. Oh, God. I hope she learned. Like, I hope so, from too. From her own season. But like, I'm really interested like that, in but. what what happens here. Um, and he also said to prepare your, to have your mind blown because this is going to be a good season. So what else did he say? I mean, he's been tweeting the most romantic season of The Bachelorette ever. Um, also, he he posted this picture of Becca, which y'all can't see, but we can put it. We on can put it on the blog. Post. Wow, stunning! So pretty, and I'm I'm wondering if this is proposal day. Mm. Like, is this her proposal outfit? Hot pink. I hope not. I don't know. It looks really pretty. It does look really pretty, and they're obviously in a very beachy location. Yeah. So it's got to be towards the end. There have been a lot of pictures coming out, too, from, like, dates that she went on yeah. throughout the season, and it just looks so romantic. There's been lots of kissing. All the boys are smoking. Yeah, they are. She has a good cast. Yeah. Real excited. When do they? When are they officially coming out? Um, when do they announce the guys? Yeah. Probably in the next week. Two weeks. Ooh, weeks. so yeah. we can do some like major predictions. Oh and stuff. yeah, yeah. I definitely think that a um, bracket. Yes, we need to do it this bracket time. episode is coming up uh, in May, so stay tuned for that because we are going to take a deep dive into Becca's men, um, and really, really, you know, figure out who's going to win. I yeah. think that we'll probably have some solid predictions. We failed with Ari, but that's because Ari was a failure. Yeah, that wasn't on us. That was all him. Yeah. It was just a weird, bad season. Yeah, but I'm excited to make it up. Yeah, there's tons of – he's posting tons of pictures, like, of their trips. And she's so – I think what I'm going to love most about this is, like, she's so fun. Yeah, and down-to-earth seeming. Yes. Yep, I think she's going to be a great bachelorette. So – May 28th is the premiere, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll have, we'll keep you up to date on news in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, leading up to that. So, yeah, hopefully we can do a live podcast that day. I haven't yeah. really thought about it, but I haven't really either. Oh, wait, um, isn't it Memorial Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. Ugh. Yeah, we'll probably have to do a late one. Yeah, that's, that's weird that they're doing it that day. Yeah. But either way, we will have some updates. For that, yeah. sure. And I'm really looking forward to to hearing what the rest of Bachelor Nation has to say about Becca's season, how people are excited about her or not excited about her being the Bachelorette. So mm-hmm. people should um, hit us up at likeitispodcast.com, find us on Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest, and comment, uh, direct message us, um, slide into them DMs, as we like to say. And let us know what you think. Um, Once we have this podcast up and uploaded on our website and things, comment right on there. Email us at likeitispodcast at gmail.com. And I think I've said all the ways to contact us. Yeah, I think so. Um, We got it covered. Good. So, yeah. So reach out to us and tell us your thoughts. Also, um, be sure to check out our website and check out those blog posts, too, um, to learn more about the things that we were talking about today.
Sasha. It's your time to shine. I can't remember how we end it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, bye, bye. Does that help? I guess it's time to say. <laughs> I guess it's time to say. Oh, God. <laughs>